What do you think is a main characteristic of a dive bar? How disgusting the bathroom is. Sticky floors and smelly bathrooms. Loyalty of the locals, affordable drinks. It does not have a kitchen. If you're lucky, it has maybe a bag of chips behind the bar. Cheap drinks, dirty ceilings, uh, maybe floors without, like mud floors, and uh, sleazy music on the jukebox. Old sleazy music on the jukebox. Smoking, definitely smoking, and weed, lots of weed, and drugs, all anything you want, just ask the bartender. He'll point the person out sitting at the bar. At the lounge, at the lounge, at the lounge. I got some obligations at the lounge. There's someone I gotta see. My boys are waiting on me. I got some obligations at the lounge. Well, that's a lot to think about. Hmm. Yeah, so do you think that BJ's is a dive bar? Has this been bothering you? Are you sleeping? <laughs> well, um, yeah, I mean, clearly I have been. I wouldn't have, we wouldn't have put that at the beginning if I hadn't uh, thought about it a lot. Yeah, I mean, I think that BJ's is a dive bar. You do? I do. I think that there's ways in which we're adapting to the world in which how the world is changing now. And sometimes that can fight against the dive bar. But I think it's still a dive. Yeah. Um, You know, I've I've been thinking about this because people have been telling me, you know, the the gambit best of is out. Right. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I'm a big gambit person. I I love that weekly. Um, And I'm like, they're like, well, what should we vote for you for? You know, mm. and I'm like, they're like neighborhood bar, dive bar, music venue. And I'm like, oh, fucking no. I'm like, and I'm like in, in the dive bar thing. So I was listening to a podcast the other day. Right. And it, and it was this woman who had left the city to like to move to like a rural or like small town because cities are too expensive. Okay. And she's like, so I now opened up two. I have two bars now. And she goes. How One, could it have been too expensive if you just moved somewhere and instantly opened two bars? I know. There was a lot about it that I was questioning. Yeah. But the thing I was questioning the most was she goes, so, and the guy's like, so what type of bars are they? And she goes like, well, one of them is like a five-star dive bar, um, honky-tonk kind of thing. And okay. I'm like, And I'm like, what the fuck is a five-star dive bar? Yeah, you I've know, never heard this term before. You know, and, and so, you know, I looked it up and, uh. Well, I know I don't want to say what it is, but it's just the question of like, uh, you know, what is a dive bar, right? I started thinking about that. You know, do we even qualify for it? Yeah. Um, uh, and what like could there is there such a thing as a as a five star dive bar? Like, so, you know, as people said in those voice memos, there are certain things that people think qualify you as a dive bar. Yes. So. Yeah, I mean, some of which we do not have, some of which we do for better or worse. Like, for example, you at BJ's, you can't go to the bartender and ask no. where to get drugs. <laughs> Let's no. make that fucking clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, uh, n- we're not saying that that's true. No. Um, and also, we have clean bathrooms. We also have floors. 
<laughs> we have floors. They're not not mud floors. They're not mud floors. They're not the best, but they work and they're there. They yeah, you the, won't fall through them. No, the floors work. They work. The floors you can work. walk on them. There is a barrier. Yeah. And a lot of it is cement. Are you what's going on? My mic is being weird. Is it? But I maybe it's also my headphones. I think it's your headphones because I, I can't hear anything. Okay, great. Going then on. I'm just not going to mess with You're it. You're solid. Okay. Um, so this question of uh, whether we're a dive bar, um, you know, it's a deeper question. goes into a lot of things. You know, uh, you know, the, when I first went to, first came to the lounge, like b dive bar. Sure. Uh, you know, d drinks are still cheap, you know. They are, yeah. As cheap as you can make them. W you know with you know with when it's expensive to exist property taxes insurance yeah. and all that blah 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 so like true dive bars within an urban setting these days it's kind of difficult to find or like or like what they used to be yeah i think um i i would assume i mean i don't own a bar so i really don't know but i would assume it would be easier to maintain a true dive vibe or whatnot if you like own the building and if you owned it for a really long time yeah, yeah. so it's like it's like i mean like real own it you know real like it's paid it. off yeah. that kind of shit yeah um then i think yeah can, you could probably keep that dive keep it a dive forever yeah yeah but we, i don't I, really know there's this guy that i i talked to about this um been doing some deep research okay sure yes i'm like <laughs> asking everybody at bj's um and he goes they they were like who was it was telling me this uh i think it was uh ej um but she is like we went out to metairie and we went to this bar mm -hmm. uh and i forget what it was called and they're just like they went in there and there was like three old guys yeah right and like and the bartender um was like scared <laughs> when they came in, because they like were the the bartender was afraid that they were gonna order you know like a mixed drink. Oh, like they didn't even know how to oh, make. They mixed were nervous. Drinks. They even know how to make a mixed drink. Sure, like it's just like fucking beer, and that's it. I and, love that. And they're like, I know, and it's like totally dark. And yeah. there's like three guys, and it's like that's their shit. Yeah, like to me, like if you like in the true sense of a dive bar, a true the true dive bar is like they don't give a fuck. Oh yeah, about business, right? Like it's like. And they and they uh, they're non-existent in social media sure right and it's like and of course in like jefferson parish and then you could smoke in there sure yeah yeah. you yeah. know and there's no there's a jukebox yeah that may I or mean, may not work you know and there may not be any music it might and it's like and bathrooms are nasty right and like <laughs> i mean i would say okay like <laughs> Yes, at BJ's, we care about business. Like, we're grateful that y'all are there. Yeah. But, I mean, one of my favorite things and why I love bartending at BJ's and I actually really like my job is because of the fact that I can tell people to go fuck themselves and get out of my face. Yeah. Like, in this way yeah. where, like, it's very powerful to be able to be at work. Yeah. And when someone is disrespecting you, you can just literally, like, not have to think about it. And you can be like, get out yeah that's hugely empower yeah, empowering yeah and knowing that like you're not going to be in trouble or like like people trust your ability to judge a situation and that the people around you will also be like like i got you you want this person now or like this person's disrespecting people blah 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 and you can just be like fuck you yeah 
That's incredible. And, you and have, I think that that's a dive bar vibe. And regulars will back your ass up. Oh, 100% you know, without so even like, a thought. Yeah, like it's, this person is not, doesn't, there like there are certain customs. Yeah, it's just like don't be a fucking asshole. Yeah, basically don't be a fucking asshole. Yeah, yeah. which this doesn't happen often, but in the few times that it does, knowing that you can feel completely safe to stand up for yourself and stand up for the things that you think are right and you know everyone's going to back you. Yeah. That just feels good. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I guess... We care about your business, but not if you're a dick. Right. You know? You can still get the fuck. You can still get... The, yeah, walk. Which is so many jobs. Like, you're not allowed to do that. Yeah. You know? That's a, that's a dive bar. Yeah. I, well, I mean, I, I think I feel better about this because, you know, I, just like with everything, you know, the the definition of a dive bar is evolving you know sure. it, it evolves yeah. it evolves a little bit you know uh, there are some parameters within which you have to operate um so uh you know if the voting is still out there for gambit would you, i guess vote for us for dive bar or like any of them i don't know i saw this uh i was listening to this like Lori anderson interview or something and she was talking about how uh as an artist her biggest thing was to recommend people if you're interested in multiple mediums then from the get-go advertise yourself as like you're a mixed media artist or you're just like a multimedia artist right so that people aren't like oh you were a painter and now you're making music like and they don't take it seriously and Uh they give you shit because even in the art world as we know there people are trying to put you in certain channels so they can sell you Yes. And so uh, you have to be really careful from the get go. But I, I just like that fact of like, okay, we can be a neighborhood bar and a dive bar and whatever else and really a venue, it whatever. Too much. Uh, it doesn't matter too much. Whatever but, days you come to the bar and you feel like it is this. I don't think I, but I also can, will say that I think it's bullshit to say five star dive bar. I don't even know what that fucking means. Exactly. But it, what it's mean, what it means is trying to say that we're a fucking dive bar but we're fucking fancy or some shit. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, like it's, it's just rebranding. It's a, it's a rebranding oh, thing fuck because, because it's, it's a way of like saying qualifying your bar, you know, as being like a dive bar, but you want, you want, you want to be known as a dive bar, but you also want to be known, uh, as a, as, but also be able to charge like super high price. <laughs> you oh, know what I mean? It's like a way of, it's, it's like right. being afraid to say, it's like when people are afraid to say that they're uh, a country, that they play country music and they say Americana instead. Oh, because they don't want to be or like I, pigeonholed? I think, I think it used to be like that, but it's this idea of like, you're trying to uh, appeal to multiple groups. Sure. But then, but because, but then it becomes off as sort of inauthentic because because you're like, well, gosh, if we just say we're a dive bar, then people are going to think it's dirty oh. and, and like, mm, and mm-hmm. there's drugs and, and, uh, you sure. know, and so we better qualify it by saying, but we're a five star dive bar. Sure. So you then know? they can get a write up in home and country or something <laughs> yeah, or some <laughs> shit. You know, it's just one of those things that really just annoyed me and made me think like, okay, you know, uh, you know, little little annoyances that I, you know, it's Why like, don't we just call ourselves a bar? It's just a fucking bar, man. You know, it's fine. Yeah. Okay, let's just do that. Just vote for us as If you bar. feel like it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I didn't even know this was happening, so. Yeah. But yeah. I support us in all avenues. Yeah, if, you, if you're if you into that shit, we you vote for us for whatever you think. You know what? 
We can be whatever you want us to be. And your, no. own, your own perception is fine. I guess, yeah. I don't know. No, is that too... No, I feel it. I don't know. Too I wishy-washy. Yeah, well, it's fine. You know what You know what else has been going on? What? <laughs> uh, what? You, uh, you went out of town. I went out of town. Yeah. I went to an island. Dang. Well, it was off of North Carolina, so it wasn't like that crazy, but it was extremely beautiful, yeah. and I ate a lot of fresh sea fish. You refreshed? S- sea fish? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Seafood? Fresh seafood. That sounds delightful. It was delightful. Well, while you were there enjoying it, I was here working. Whatever. You were on vacation the week before. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was working on something important. Okay, what's up? So I was shooting a uh, a video for our theme song. Apple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a pretty big deal. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. It I is, mean, it is, it uh, is, it is. Everybody, everybody's talking about it. Yeah, 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 of course. Um, we did a whole dance number. Mm-hmm. In, in we won't ba- tell you what. In, but. in the bar um, with with uh, James and Lily from the Whip Appeal and Ben Bruzy mm-hmm. and Nolita mm-hmm. and Ian. Um, and also, uh, Mashia is, you know, she sings back up on the song. Yes. Yeah. You know what? I never even have, we never mentioned that. Like, I know I actually thought to myself, I was like, I wonder if people think that that's me just being like, <laughs> and I'm like, it's not me. It's Mashia. Yeah. So in the, on the theme song, which you just heard, um, where the she, song predates the podcast. Yeah, it does a little bit. Exactly. Just slightly. It but kinda, yes. It, it kind of did, you know, that's weird how things happen sometimes like that song sort of uh, rolled into uh, that song started over Mardi Gras mm-hmm. where I was pretty spun out and yeah. I was like and, it, and that line came to me and I was like that's a good line yeah then I made a song of it and then I'm like well that would be good for a podcast yeah so, for a podcast name absolutely yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy it's weird how if you if you start pulling on the string of something I mean if you're always making shit it all just ends up compiling yeah you, and, and if the string is there pull on it and keep yeah. pulling on it and see what the fuck happens but so Mashia sings the backups on that song Mm-hmm. Um, which is cool because guess who's here today? Yeah, our favorite. I know. Mashia Lake. Yeah, and so she, <laughs> she, uh, she came in town from Asheville. Mm-hmm. Um, she is. Uh, she moved there. Um, you know because it's all naturey and stuff, and she has a daughter, a beautiful daughter. Yeah. And so she went there, but she came back. For, to play the show with Rough Seven and her own show. Yes. Um, with the Machetes. It was a weekend pretty much dedicated to Machia. It was. In ways. And we got her here. Yeah. And and so uh, we're going to play. She's our featured musical artist too, mm-hmm. which is, this is the first time we've done this. Yeah. It just kind of worked out that way, which yeah. was really nice. Yeah. I hope that we can keep doing that. It's like on Saturday Night Live, like when yeah. the, when the host is also the musical guest. 100%. Yeah, so like Mashia is our our guest and our musical guest. Um and we're going to play uh a song. Uh the full song is going to be her version of Rather Go Blind that she cool. does with yeah, Rough so 7. So, fucking good. so that was from Rough 7. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to play another song, a snippet of a song of her show with her with the Machetes. Yeah. So, um I think I'm ready to hear the interview. Me too. Like, let's get to it. It's so fucking good. Yeah, it is. All right. Well, um, here she is, um, my good friend and woman who can sing like no other. Fuck yeah. Michelle Lake.
speak into this thing. Healthy. I want to catch that shit. This is good. This is hot shit. This hot shit that you're spewing here. And this, like, one time downtown Asheville, this car, like, with tinted windows, stopped abruptly, and, like, somebody started getting out, and I was like, don't shoot! And it was just this guy that stopped to put a can in the recycle. I was like, wow. Whoa. Yeah. My buddy took me out to Mississippi. Get closer. Uh, no, it's not the best. It's not ideal. Yeah, but we, we're, we have to lounge like yeah, this. Yeah, we're kind of <laughs> like this. <laughs> like we're all getting to know <laughs> each other over peanut butter sandwiches. Um, I, is that a thing people do? I don't know. I, like I, I just feel like better. a little kid. And Eat just this like, like really this thing that's going to make your tongue stick to the roof of like, your mouth and let's talk. <laughs> I know. I don't know. It would make me feel more comfortable if we're all on the same page of awkwardness. Yeah, you're right. You yeah. know, I can see that. Yeah, well, I feel really awkward right now. I'm sorry. But, um, I feel sick. As soon as we get another sponsor, we just need one more sponsor and okay. we're going to get better mic stands. Who are we going so for? We don't can we get Campari? Who's your sponsor now? Um, well. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have an idea? I have an idea. Okay. I'm here for it because well, you know we don't have any. <laughs> we're not allowed to say who our sponsors are. It's accessible. Is, our sponsors are. So Underberg sponsored oh. Erica Lewis. Is that right? Yeah, she was like, I love this stuff. And wrote them. And they sponsored Tuba Skinny through like a whole tour of Europe. She had like tiny bottles of Underberg. I wonder everywhere. if they do it for Campari because Underberg is too healthy tasting that when I have one, I can no longer drink alcohol for the rest of the night. It's like oh, my body's uh, like stop. That's my alcohol loophole. When I'm not drinking booze, I still do uh, shots of Underberg of bitters. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's just a like. But something about it. Stuff. That's my loophole. And it doesn't get you drunk, but I'm still like, yeah, I'm still doing shots with friends. Wait, hold is on. Is that cheating? Wait, no. No, but bitters Thank is you. alcohol. Yeah, bitters yeah. is alcohol, but it's so low. It's also just good for your belly. It's like, it's that's herbs. why I drink Campari. Cause yeah. It's, my herbalist said it was good for you. Yeah. Well, I. And they're like better than doctors, trust that's me. That's exactly. Yeah. Like, what <laughs> when I'm not drinking. I trust them more. I'll be like, I'll go. They, I mean, they work and like talk to you and ask you how your body's doing true your herbalist yeah Mm -hmm. wow instead of like a doctor who's just like here's a prescription (laughs) well a gi doctor gave me a colonoscopy and was like you don't have cancer yeah but then offered no solution to the problem in fact asked me what my herbalist told me teach you this stuff in medical school it's working for you what she say i was like was that in nashville or here i'm glad the government pays for my health insurance or i might be mad right now that's a good... But the government didn't pay for my herbalist. Me neither. I but I paid them money and they actually worked. That's a good fucking doctor, actually. He's like, what'd your herbalist say? I'd like to exactly. know more. He was oh, very I'd like to know to more. It. I had the exact opposite uh, altercation <laughs> with my doctor. I went to an herbalist who yeah. is great and gave me all this stuff. And then uh, she was like, you should go to a regular doctor just to get blood work. And I went in there and they... I literally had to beg to get blood work done that is covered under my insurance because I guess they were just really working for the system and they were like do you really need this like you look healthy to me what I was like you need to give this to me because I'm asking for it and I'm allowed to have it yeah. it was like an hour long conversation I finally got that's crazy it was crazy when I was pregnant the hospital lost my blood where'd they put it they didn't know <laughs> they mm. found it like way later and it was the blood that was telling me the gender of my baby oh, and I was well. like it's been like a few months since they took that large amount of blood from my body Whoa. and I called them and they were like 
oh, it's just a holdup. I don't know what it is. And finally, the nurse was like, we lost it. I was like, how do you lose? It's just like a lot of blood, like six or seven vials. You don't even know half the story. They they end up mixing it up with somebody else's shit, and they. Oh my (laughs) god! But this is this is an indication that like, when we look at doctors and like lab techs and all this other shit, they're all just fools like everybody else. They're all fucking up. They're all just another budget. Oh no, of course. I mean, it's like you 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 like to think when you're a kid and whatever, and you're looking at all these professionals doing stuff, you know, and like you think, oh, that doctor must really know. And I've known several doctors, and I know several doctors who smoke crack. Hello, (laughs) you introduced me (laughs) to a certain doctor. (laughs) Speaking of, (laughs) but but it's like it's like. Can I say he's in? You just don't know. You just you know whatever we do uh, however we present ourselves in in you know to the public is is a lot different than what people really are and i you know people fucking i'll bet blood gets lost all the time and uh, i mean i'm just picturing like all of the people working at the hospital yeah like wearing your blood in little like billy bob thorne angelina jolie vials and just like (laughs) testing it out and walking around for like like, like, two months and then being pregnant lady yeah and they're like we found it Pregnant lady blood is more delicious, by the way. You make... So, I believe that. No, you, you like... Your blood volume doubles. Whoa. Yeah. You, your, your body grows an, an organ, and you get, have double the amount of blood while you're pregnant. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you've been pregnant? <laughs> is that what we're getting at mm. here? Um, <laughs> the, ooh, a new It's fascinating. Do you want to ask me about breast milk? I mean, no, I don't think that's the point of it. Actually, you want to steer the conversation in another w- direction. We are looking for a new story arc. What is the story arc that you're picking up on? The blood, the vampire blood in the hospital, <laughs> or babies? Because I'm down to get uh, into either one. I just well, I think we should probably start. They aren't with mutually exclusive. Who is, who is this person we're talking? We've been talking to for ten minutes. Oh yeah, we never introduced you. <laughs> <laughs> Who this is? Who this is? And if anybody's listening, they know so much about my very personal life. All right, listener, take a guess. Who do you think it is? Yeah, place bets. Unlike a doctor, I look in real life pretty much exactly how I am. Clues are, she's been pregnant. I've been pregnant. (laughs) Number one clue. She's a lady Um, that had a baby. She's a lady Mm -hmm. that had a baby. In New Orleans. Uh, Her blood got lost. Yeah, yeah, they I found feel it like again. They I told feel me like they somebody found it. should be able again. to guess already. I know it's probably it's going to be in the title of this uh, this episode anyway. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Aurora Neeland. Well, <laughs> 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 no, but it's crazy. People are always going up to her, being like, "Are you Mashaya?" Oh she's my like, God. No, and people are like, "Are you Aurora?" To me, and I'm like, "No." I mean, we both have vaginas and play music, but other than that, like, we don't. Look yeah, at all alike, no. or play the same instrument. We're no. friends. I love the crap out of yeah. her. But isn't that crazy? Yeah. It is kind of random. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, listener, well, ladies um, and musicians. Yeah. So. My friend Michelle Lake is with us today. Michelle. Wow, I think we came in pretty hot on this this episode. Yeah. If you guessed right, mm-hmm. I guess you can't prove it, but come to the lounge. We'll come to the lounge and get a meat stick. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're out. Do they get a free meat stick? <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. We're trying to get rid of them. Yeah. Um, I think I think they may be Are all Are you still all giving gone. them to dogs? 
I've never done that. Really? I uh, love meat sticks. There's a dog there right now. I bet he'd love it. Well, the thing is, is, is we have dog treats and meat sticks you have to open from the wrapper. There was a guy that was a little unhinged at the bar one day and he had already fed this like French bulldog that was on a bar stool like four treats. And he was getting drunker and drunker, and he was like, hey, give me another one. And I was like, honestly, I don't want this dog to throw up on the bar. I'm not giving you any more. You're acting unhinged. And he was like, come on, man. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, give me a bone. I'll eat one if he, if I can give him one. Ooh, and I was like, deal. what? And I was like, all right, dude. I thought he was kidding. Fucking ate it. And then fed the other one to the dog and just drank like a sip of his beer and was like, it was all right. Damn. Ew. And I just, I've never seen him since, and I'm happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> I ate a dog treat when I was a kid because it, was, it looked like a lollipop, and I thought it was really going to taste like a lollipop, and it didn't. Yeah, but you were a kid. Yeah. You know? Well, drunk people are like Yeah, children. you're right. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Well, you know, we, we... As a lady that has a child. <laughs> yep, you, are, you have had a baby. We have covered that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, Scully, did you ever see me when I was pregnant? Uh, yeah, I think I, I did. Probably. I don't know. Um, but uh, well, yeah. So how long have y'all known each other? Because y'all play music together and are friends. Twenty-three years. Wow. Whoa. Okay. Cool. Twenty-three years. We. The m- first time I yeah. remember meeting you. Uh huh. Was in Chicago because Morning Forty was we, our, my circus was like you are our official band, and we did a show together in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And. I remember the mulberry trees were staining my white van. The sun was coming up, and we were hanging out in a parking lot by a lake. Yes, I yes, remember, that remember that, too, yeah. very uh, very clearly. Mm-hmm. And I feel like maybe we were on hallucinogenics. I don't know. It I was, was still on hallucinogenics. <laughs> it just, like, never stopped. <laughs> was the mulberry tree real? Uh, yeah. It, it was, I think it was Lake Michigan. We both saw it. I assume it, if you were near a lake in Chicago, Chicago. it was, it was Lake, Michigan, Lake Michigan. And yeah. we were, like, and the sun was coming up. If a listener can come in and tell us correctly, you'll get a free meat stick. That's right. Did we what, hallucinate if, the mulberry trees or, or were tree. they real, dear reader? I mean, listener. <laughs> they were probably real. <laughs> they were they were fucking real. And what uh, what else is real is that uh we connected. I remember just really connecting with you at that time. And it it's it was it was kind of cool cuz you know we're about I think 5 years apart in age, okay, but yeah. like when sh- when you're 20 or whatever you were I was 20. It, yeah, and you're 20 and I'm 25. I'm like, who's this little girl? Oh, yeah. You yeah. know what yeah, I mean? Cuz I'm 25. So I was yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. And I thought I was so grown up. I lived in a van and I ate worms for a living. I know. I have a twenty-year-old roommate now who like doesn't drink and like gets good rest at night. Yeah. And has a job. And you're like, are you real? Yeah, I know. And I was like, I was none of those things when I was your age. God, I hope my kids. Thanks for watering the plants. Yeah. Whoa. Damn, that's pretty cool. I I couldn't keep a house plant alive until I was like thirty-eight. Yeah, I still struggle. Me too. Me too, Sarah. She waters all all of my plants. Yeah, but but you know, so the circus thing. Um, I did a little. Um, but mi- yeah, I need to know more. About I did. This. I did a minute amount of research. Um, about the circus. About you. Pregnancies. About babies. About babies. How are they made? How are they made again? Um, well. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so the circus um, that. So the Morning Forty Federation, mm-hmm. um, my band, who currently plays three times a year, 
um, <laughs> we had we had a bit of a moment in the late '90s and early aughts where um, we were really kind of I don't know captured some fucking zeitgeist of some some kind. Sure, um, it was really magical moment, um, and a lot of people experienced it. And um, uh, part of that, a chapter of that Morning Forty story, is tied to the circus, the Know Nothing Circus, mm-hmm. um, and that group of people uh john joyce was our bass Mm -hmm. player Mm -hmm. for a couple of years um and he went on tour with us we used to tour the country and on one of those tours uh the circus basically came with us like we went everywhere we went the circus came with us and like this is a circus i don't think we had their permission we just kind of did it yeah, but it was cool as yeah, fuck. It was, it was, I mean, it was it, encouraged. It just fucking brought a lot of edge. I mean, you're talking about the circus that includes acts like, um, you know, there was a woman, what was her name, who, who ha- she hung a, a six-pack or of a tall fist. Or a fist hanging. She's moving in with me she, in like really? two months. Yeah, I love full her. circle. I love She's her. awesome. But she had this, this uh, you know, act where she hung a six-pack of tall boys from her labia. Whoa! Yeah, yeah, and a and volunteer from the audience. And there was like, Whoa, cool. uh, and I don't know. Some of these people probably don't want to relive some of the shit they did. I mean, they but a drill, did it in public, put a drill like a in their in in his cock. Whoa. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here now, there okay. was a lot of skateboards. <laughs> there was a woman uh, that I saw actually at Cafe Brazil. This is the kind of shit that the circus did. Is she? I don't think she'd ever walked across glass barefoot before. But she, so she was going to do this for the act. And so she walked across the, the broken glass barefoot uh-huh. and she walked back and she held up her foot and it was fucking Blech. gushing blood. Oh, she didn't know how to do it yet. No. Oh, shit. That was the act. Oh, like, shit. And she had to go to the hospital and get stitches. I mean, yeah, that's just, it, that's performance so, piece right so there. So like, it was, it was this whole thing where, uh, to me, what it appeared to, was like, we are separate from our bodies kind of thing. Like where we are going to do this crazy fucking shit. We're going to push the envelope as far as we fucking can. What's his name was drinking his own fucking enemas and shit. Oh, yeah. That I never got dude, used to that. That act. fucking dude. Never got, you always like, made me feel But sick. it's just like, let's think of what we can do. Like beyond those fucking jackass guys. Like we had fucking a motto. Like, like, like this fucking shit where, what, oh, what's the motto? This is what we do when we can get away with it. Say that again. This is what we do when we can get away with it. <laughs> wow. And it and you did. And you got away with it to the so point. So much. We had a show, the Morning 40s played a show where the circus opened up for us at Tipitina's. Oh, yeah, we got 86. Yes. We had they we had I forgot the jousting pole, we so had, they used two by fours we instead. We had bike jousting in Tipitina's. Oh, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. Bike jousting in mm-hmm. Tipitina's with two by fours. Yeah. And all of the other acts that I just described, including a whole bunch more. And, and they didn't really ask. And I, and I think it took us a while to get back in there, too. But that was the shit. That was <laughs> the, the jaw shit. drops. I can imagine them now. Just like they, they were very unhappy about the amount of body fluids that were. Yeah, spilled that there. makes sense. They're, they're like, they're like liabilities. <laughs> so like that is how Mashiach and I really connected at, at first was over all that. And, you know. Oh boy, that was an that was an exciting time for mm-hmm. real. Like, I mean, it was you're, you're pushing, you know, in so many ways. The morning forties, of course, were about complete excess, excessive drinking. You know, sure. I mean, like, I picked that up from the name. Yeah, professional alcoholics. Like, this is what we're doing. We're we are pushing this. The circus is like we are going to do all this crazy shit with our bodies, and we're gonna, you know, we're gonna push the limits of what society 
thinks or says is obscene, right? We are going to fucking scare the fuck out of people because we don't, because it's, a, because it's an illusion of what they think is obscene, you know? Sure. Watch what we do. Yeah. You know, we're going to do all this shit. And so it was a really exciting time, you know, to where it's a blur now. But thinking back on it, I think we know why uh, some things are there, very. Vivid. But there was also <laughs> it, there was also great fucking music the coming out of it. There was great music coming out of it. And at that time, I had no idea Mashia even sang. Yeah, um, that was my hiatus because you know I was a child country singer. Mm-hmm, yeah. I know. Um, and then punk rock bands, and then like a couple like metal bands, and then circus. Yeah, and then. International jazz singer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that was that's it. That's the story. We're done. Okay, see you later. See you later. Um, nice talk. But okay, there's a, but there's well, so there's because a, the jazz thing happened once you moved to New Orleans. Yes. Uh, Were you living in New Orleans yeah. during circus times? Yeah, okay. that's how I moved to New Orleans. Okay. I was living in Atlanta and their circus bus broke down on the way to here. Yeah. And I trained Amy all day ass. Mm -hmm. Still lives here? On, yeah, at this restaurant that I worked at. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I found my people. And they came back to New Orleans and I like, I was going to get a second job to save up money to buy a van, but then I got hit by a car. Okay. So I got a little insurance money and bought a van instead. Oh, perfect. Hello. Yeah. Just broke my nose. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, worked out. Again for a thousand dollars. I mean, thanks. Now I don't have any another job. I wish I'd get hit by a car. <laughs> but yeah, so no, nice. no, 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 you don't. <laughs> Just kidding. Jesus. Uh, some, I'd be smarter about it now. I was young and I like didn't want to deal with lawyers and I was you yeah. know traumatized and didn't know. It uh, then yeah you like, could have gotten some more money probably. i was just like well pay for the shifts that i missed which were like two because i this crazy stupid work ethic yeah you know and like then i was like and just give me a thousand dollars so i can buy a van because it was a lot of money to me back mm-hmm, then. for sure mm-hmm. so you got the van um and then I, I met them here yeah yeah and you did the circus now we also but then we you know we continued to be friends uh you know as time went by and then you know, I started, you know, the morning 40s took a break. I started this band Rough Seven, which I wanted to be like a gospel punk act. You know, okay. in fact, we're fucking playing tonight, right? <gasps> Hello. Hello. Um, I would say like come out, but this is not going to be out. Right? No. So this is, yeah, if you're listening to this now, this was, last, show, this was last week. This was last week. Um, so you missed it, dummy. Um, anyway, yeah. so, w- so I'm looking for singers, right? Because uh, I wanted to do this gospel punk thing. Sure. And so I'm walking through the quarter for some reason, and I see oh, yeah. Mashia singing with this other woman, and their harmonies are like, I'm like, whoa, what the fuck? And I think I knew I knew you could sing already because I had seen you out, and I knew you were busking and out singing and belting it out, on, you know, on Royal Street, and like you could hear her fucking two blocks away. I'm like, motherfucker, she got pipes, <laughs> yeah. you know. But then I saw her. With, and it turned out to be Erica Lewis right. of Tuba Skinny, uh, Tuba Skinny and, and the Underberg sponsorship. And, and the Underberg. Uh, come on. Call back. <laughs> call back. Um, so we then, haven't forgotten. So then I see them, and this is, they were called Magnolia Beacon. Okay. And that, that's Erica and, and Mashia. Mm-hmm. Um, and boy, I can't wait for the reunion for that because 
their voices just Can melted, melted together. Is it? Did you know Erica was pregnant too? <laughs> Babies! Yay, baby! Really? Yeah, Similar actually, time and frame? speaking of harmonies, like our lives are like weirdly parallel. Uh -huh. Her her voice is a third above mine, so it's just like natural harmony. If we say the same word at the same time, it's it's a harmony. Yeah. And then she got pregnant three months after me. Whoa! Threes. Like what the heck? Three. Yeah. And I think I'm three years older than her. Wow. Okay, mm -hmm. some numerology stuff. Yes. Yeah. Well, and we're both Jews. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if that's There's a numerology situation. Oh yeah, it's mystical. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Fuck. Wait, so you, are y'all y'all are making music again, huh? Uh, is this on the down will. low? No, it's okay. very much. Please give us money to sing, okay. everybody. Yeah. yeah, we want shows. Please yeah. hire cool. us. Cool. Yeah, um, no bullshit. No, no. we're not. <laughs> no, but um, she is. Oh, I don't know if I can say this on the radio. She um, we can always cut it out. Famous in a very famous band that may have an international day dedicated to them. Um, saw her play in England and loved her and is paying to produce her new record. Fuck yeah. In England. Well, let's just leave the so listener hanging. So she's gone yeah. for a little bit. When she gets back, we've already had a rehearsal and putting a band together and yeah, we're getting the band back together. Yeah. Well, you know, so skipping to back to the you know the rough set rough seven so they agreed to to sing with me on this you know on this record which yeah. which they did and we played a few shows and uh the record ended up being give up your dreams which is you know you can listen to it on the streaming sites you know i re-released re it like last year okay um it's a great it's a good record it's a great record i, know, I hadn't listened to it but yeah. i was like this is fucking good it's and you guys sound so, so good on it. I was I actually Thanks. was listening because we're we're singing a couple of new songs tonight. Okay. And I was like listening to it, and after one of the songs, I was like, "Why did I not get rich from this?" You're like, "Damn, <laughs> like, this, this is good. good. I was like, this is fucking good. How did I? How did we do this? This is fucking good." And uh, but so we did that for a little bit, and then it just turned out like Mashia and Erica both got much bigger than Rough Seven on their own. Yeah. You know, and it was like, well, I'm not going to ask them to play with me and, and play for fucking forty dollars. You know what I mean? Sure. So uh, we just have. so we kind of I know, but I it I, I felt like money it, money isn't everything, Scully. Well, I just we're artists. We do things for I, love too, but we do like to have houses. Yeah, pay, uh, well, pay yeah. artists, and well, yeah, then they can do shit. Well, for now, family. now mm -hmm. rough exactly. seven. You know, when we play a few times a year, we get a good, a really good crowd, so I can pay. You know, yeah. wh what I think musicians deserve. I, you know, it's just always. Yeah, y'all always have a good draw. Yeah, I always like the crowd at BJ's too when y'all play. Everyone gets rowdy. Yeah, and, and they tip good, and they drink a lot. Somebody thought I hit my head on the ceiling. Was that you? Well, that no. Thought that I was going to be decapitated. <laughs> yeah. Like, Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> You're bringing back the circus at the jazz. <laughs> I mean, at the jazz fest show, she she stage dived. Oh, cool. Audience yeah. carried her all the way back, and that's when the, mi the middle wall was the middle wall was still dropped down. <laughs> Oh. And as they're carrying her, you know, her head was like, whoa. Oh, shit. <laughs> they let you down before. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you had like an underpass. Yeah. Yeah. She Got almost, it. Yeah. But uh, so then you played. But then at that point, you joined, you started like doing trad jazz. And mm -hmm. sort of like, I mean, I don't know what years that was like. 2007 is yeah. when I started doing trad jazz. Right. 2008 was Magnolia Beacon and 2009 I put together Little Big Horns. And then that just kind of took off. Really. Yeah, for a little bit. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, it, 
it's it was fucking kick ass, you know, to see, you know, you getting re- the recognition that you deserve for you know for being such a kick ass singer. Thanks. It was a whirlwind. And also, I worked a lot. Well, also, I lost a lot of friends because I was always working. Well, you well didn't I didn't lose them. I just never saw them, and nobody yeah. invited me over for dinner anymore because I could never do it anyway. Yeah. And now, I'm, now I'm like, keep asking. I'm not busy. Are hey, you, you cooking a casserole tonight? Yeah, I'm still hey, here. You got, you got any hot dish? <laughs> still around. Shake and bake. I'm hey. coming. All right. So that's a call out to all Mashia's friends. She, invite her to dinner. God yeah. damn it. Um, Cook this woman some spaghetti and meatballs. Oh, well, gluten-free and no processed sugar, please. Me too. Also, I gave up the cow dairy because remember those days, circus days? You are living in Nashville. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I drink the tap water. Whoa. Mm -hmm. Congratulations. Thank you. It's a different world. Sounds nice. I've been there a whole month, basically. Yeah. Except for now. Yeah. (laughs) When I'm back home and I feel like I've just had a really weird long dream. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, so you worked a whole lot. Yeah. You, you little big horns was hot, hot. Um, and you did, you traveled, you did some Euro European shit. Um, I know you just came from France, right? You just played over there. I did just play over there. How was that? It was fun. Yeah. Except for when I went to jail. Wait, what? Tell yeah. us more. Tell me more about that. Um, I got roofied. In the uh, south of France. Shit. Yeah. And the south of France is very conservative. Lots of like rich white people. And if you are drunk in public, even though they're drinking wine for breakfast. Yeah. And here, have some more wine, tattooed face singer lady. Here, drink some more. Oh. They will call the cops on you for being like publicly intoxicated. Oh, no. So I was like, yeah. That's horrible. And, but, and so the cops maybe did me a favor. No charges, right? That's and no good. fines. I was just fucking terrified because I woke yeah. up in jail. And I was like, where the fuck am I? Did I get kidnapped? Nobody's speaking English. Holy fucking shit. Wow. Yeah, just scary. It was terrifying. Man. And I, let me tell you, I behaved myself the rest of the tour. Yeah, I was sure. Like, I was like, I was an angel. Whoa! Oh, mush! Yeah. Your story is so full of the twists I know, and you turns. Th- you think I was that I would have like like I'm almost forty four. I'll be forty four in like a couple weeks. I think. Yeah. Time. Hmm. You know, you think that Happy like early birthday. I'd be knitting and stuff now. You know, no, yeah. I'm still going to jail. <laughs> oh my! In foreign countries. Yeah, but that's not <laughs> your How fault. How was your tour? Well, it was great except for jail. Yeah, it's mostly funny because no, when it we wasn't t- my fault, it wasn't and your I was fault. Worried, like the band was gonna be mad at me and stuff, and they were just like, "We're so sorry that happened to you." Yeah, wine for breakfast, and I'm like, "No, I'm cool. Yeah. Thanks. Lunch, well, okay." Oh my god. Well, how was the turnout and stuff? Or were, were, it was, was it? good. We did all kinds of gigs. Yeah. Um, small crowds in front of castles, and then like a couple of bigger festivals. And you went. And joined a band that was there? Or yeah, this, well, this guy, Jerome, who has this brass band over there called Zygos, comes to New Orleans and uh, teaches, or hires musicians to teach master classes, um, plays in some uh, bands here with people. Cool. Um, and just invited me over there and put a band together. And then right when I got back, and I was like, Whew, they, they were probably really mad at me for going to jail. Mm-hmm. He was like, can you come to Morocco with us in September? And I qu- can't do it because I'm in Baltimore. But damn, I was well, like, okay, I guess they're not mad. Yeah, yeah. they don't care at I mean, all. They're <laughs> just like, you're good? Cool, let's keep going. You cool, know what? get yeah. in the van. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, no, I went straight from jail to a 13-hour drive. I got to say. Okay, the, oh, the, the glamour 
I know. I also right? got my period in jail. Oh. The hits just keep on coming. This see this is this is important. Okay. <laughs> what, he's, what, like, what, uh, he's like, will you stop talking no, about segue. your feminine body no, no. stuff, please? That, that 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 by itself is it. So this, this, <laughs> this is this is part of what I think makes you you know special and 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 uh, a singular person. Um, part of what makes Michelle Lake so compelling is that you know we we, we are so used to seeing nowadays. Um, and there's been articles about this recently about the difference, you know, about what bands do on tour now, right? They eat at their vegan restaurants, they drink their distilled water. Sure. You know, I they, mean, I like that stuff too. I, okay, I yeah, do. Yeah, health I do is too. okay. I, health is okay. Okay, I know. I now, meditate and do breath work now. Well, I do too. Did but I mention I lived in Asheville? What I'm saying, what I'm saying, get it out, buddy. What I'm trying to say is, and of course, this is a symptom of my own upbringing i guess that or you know growing up in 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 the 90s and in the 80s and 90s and and in the punk scene and and wanting to be rebellious and and having you know the rebellion as being like part of who i am somewhat of a nihilism right sort of like and for me i like you know for better or for worse i like the authenticity of going to fucking jail on tour in europe and having your period in fucking jail I get there, that. There, there is something about that where it's like, and then they call you up and they say, can you come back? Because you know what? It wasn't fucking boring. It wasn't boring. <laughs> it was, there's something about it that it's like some of that shit about, you know, what the shit that the 40s used to do and what you used to do in the circus is about putting your finger up to the fucking, to like what they say you should do. Even though we know we have to get healthy if we want to survive. Yeah, I mean, I agree, but also like, I think that there is uh, something to be said about the fact that being sold the idea of what rebellion is and and that being getting fucked up and like drinking a shit ton and doing a shit ton of drugs not that it's not fun and yeah. we all have had, had it's fun with that it's unsustainable it's still kind of yeah. shitty that that's what rebellion is sold to us as you know yeah. what I mean well yeah I, because I you can still say fuck you and get your period in jail for doing some shit yeah. but like you know I didn't voluntarily do those drugs. That's what Just I'm saying. saying. Oh right, no, I right. know. I know. I know. I wasn't roofied to rebel. I guess. I guess. <laughs> oh my god. That's Obviously. a title of something. <laughs> there. I think I'm not roofied I wasn't to rebel. Roofied That's my to next rebel. band name. one hundred percent not your fault. I mean, it's it is. Look, I'm just saying from what you're saying, Scully. But then there's also been rebellions against that. Like true to the X straight edge, right? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, it, yeah. it takes all it it takes all forms, you know. Yeah, have fun however you see that as, whether that's eating vegan food, well, or getting uh, fucked up. It is, but like, okay. well, I I have to eat, you know, nice food now. Yeah, me too. Probably because of all the glass I ate in the circus. Yeah. <laughs> it probably has yeah. a little bit to do with yeah. that. You know, I would suggest. Yeah, generally, I think eating glass is probably not good for you. I don't know. I don't think so. And I didn't do it the safe way that you're supposed to do it either. You're supposed to like eat a piece of bread beforehand or some saltines Mm -hmm. and never eat the frosted light bulbs. But I mean, I lived in a van and I'd always just like go to the venue and steal one of their light bulbs. Yeah. You know, hey, can I have a light bulb? And they're like, why? I'm like, "Mm." I got paid to not eat a light bulb once. Can't say. Can't say. 
Well, but you won't like it. I think I promise you. You know, uh, when I think it, I would have been the one at the show that was like, "I'll pay you twenty dollars not to eat." The I light got bulb. paid twenty bucks not to. Yeah, eat the light I think once. I would have mm-hmm. been like, yep. "Girl, please don't." Yeah, don't she do was like, it. Please don't. And I was like, "Cool, thanks." <laughs> I won't. They're like, "Thanks, I save didn't, it for I later." I didn't want to, anyways. <laughs> exactly. um, well, there was a lot of there was another light bulb act in in the circus. Yeah, where mm-hmm. she, um, Mickey uh, Love. Mickey Love. She stood on her head and she put the light bulb in her vagina and yeah. and it lit it up. Lights up. That's fucking cool. Yeah, I can I tell you, you all the secrets. <laughs> I, but I do. Won't. Yeah, I don't do virgin- it on here, but I'll ask you later. Vagina. Vagina. Sorry about that. Um, so, but I wanted it. Scully's nervous. Uh, I am nervous now. Um, <laughs> uh, talking about lady parts. Oh my uh, god. So uh, I tried to have a lady part. Um, I mean, I have a lady part. <laughs> I tried. To, <laughs> I'm more so just where you going? What? I tried to have a lady part act. We we're at the Now Fest in New York, and everybody was flipping their faces out on acid, right? Yeah. And like you know. Turns out when you try to shoot a ping pong ball out of your oh, vagina, right, yeah. it takes years of practice. Mm-hmm. And so I told John Joyce, I was like, I've got a new act tonight. Oh. Or I told somebody, <laughs> and I definitely did not. It looked like I was laying a fucking egg, and nobody wants to see that high on acid or ever. Yeah. Right? So <laughs> you never know. So they call me up, and I'm like, I don't have an act. It's like, no, 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 don't call me. And John was like, eat this light bulb. Like yeah. on the way to the stage, yeah. and I was like, I don't know how to eat a light bulb. He's like, break it into small pieces, wipe off the white stuff, and say I'm going to be shitting chandeliers in the morning after you eat it. Oh, Done. Wow. This that's is your it. new act. Wow. So that's how I started eating light bulbs. Whoa. Well. Uh, then y- they set a piano I, on I, fire, and nobody cared about my light bulb anymore. Mm. I, well, I never ate a fucking light bulb, and I still have to be gluten-free, so I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> Probably not the light bulbs. <laughs> Maybe but, some of the other stuff. I know, I know. What other stuff? Let's not get into it. Yeah. But I didn't say anything. Part of what specific. makes you so, I think, when you went, you know, bit, you know, people really were uh, drawn to your, your jazz singing. And I think, you know, there's a lot of it, you know, you look in a way at the, when you first started doing it, you looked out of place. You're covered in tattoos. You have tattoos on your face, which are beautiful. I do? <laughs> Ma'am, French jail was I didn't know they did that to me. <laughs> well anyway, it's like this girl is singing traditional jazz and she looks so fucking tough. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. And beautiful, but tough oh, and beautiful. You. you know? Yeah. Like the I've look most of the tattoos the out look. of insecurity, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Really? Yeah. Well you're beautiful. Well thank you very much. I mean you're beautiful with and without. You've never seen me without tattoos, Scully. Come on. Wait. Actually, I only had like three tattoos when yeah. we met. Yeah, I know. I think so. I Whoa. Think. None on my face. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. 20. Yeah. You were only 20. I, yeah. I tat- my first tattoo I gave to myself when I was 12 with a safety pin in a trailer park. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little stick and poke action. Oh, yeah. Love it. Started out as a cross and I was like, fuck that. Yeah. Turned it into a lady symbol. <laughs> wow. Let me see it. Um, and that's when it all began. Yeah, it is. Well, um, are you? You think you're gonna be? Are you ready for to kick ass tonight? Definitely. Yeah. You got, yeah. You got a I'm homework. drinking bubble water, yeah. and I'm gonna do my homework like uh, yeah. a good grown up. Yeah. Okay. I believe it. I trust that. We're gonna fucking kick so much We're ass kick tonight. Some ass. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. I'll be bartending. I probably won't crowd surf though. Well, maybe I will. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm too heavy for that. No, you're no, not. It's safe if you crowd surf. You know. Y- you think so? Yeah. Then if you break something, it, it doesn't matter. It's your yeah, bar. Yeah, you own the place. Yeah. 
risk your body for your art man come on oh man i gotta go pick up my son um so we're gonna School wrap started here already we're gonna wrap this up damn oh my gosh um i lost uh i lost track of time that's okay um but uh mashia i love you so much i love you too thanks for talking to me i big, feel, big I feel like we just like yeah we just started grazed the tip of the iceberg is that a saying what was that saying you tried to say in the beginning of this uh yeah i think it is yeah great oh i don't remember what that saying was yeah. i don't think that was the i don't think it was right well uh, it was good all you need to remember is roofie to rebel well roofie to rebel i'm right now i'm late to pick up my son is that rebellious no yeah, uh no not being late no i'm i'm no. fucking up i need to get my ass to pick yeah, him up from school right now ki- it's not cool when you let so down <laughs> children we love you people out there and mashia we love you and uh see you next week tonight right. yeah yeah it's tonight. last week we'll yeah. see you last week oh see, yeah see, see you yep. last week hope you were here last right. week yes <laughs> <laughs> bye oh. okay Well, that was a great interview. We love Mashia. Mm, it was cool. Um, sorry I had to leave abruptly like that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was okay. We had a lot more to talk about, we'll, but we'll do it in the future. Yeah. Yeah, you ran out of here. Yeah, I felt bad. I apologize to Mashia, but it's like, um, it's one of those things, you know, I'm taking William, my son William, 14, is now in uh, high school. I'm taking right. him to Ben Franklin. And uh, clearly, I hadn't gotten used to the schedule <laughs> yet, um, and I had fucking uh, forgotten, and he texted me, or called me, while we were in the interview, and said, Dad, where are you? Oh. <laughs> and, uh, but... It was I, fine, you ran over there. Yeah, I got him, and yeah. uh, and then I got, I set an alarm now, so... Every You'll day, never forget again. No, every day at three o'clock, it says, pick up your son, dummy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so I, I have I have similar alarms on my phone. Yeah, they really can be helpful. Um, but uh, you know, the thing is, I I I wish the only reason you know I I wish I wouldn't have had to go is because we had more to talk about with her. Yeah, I mean, I feel like uh, we didn't get to talk about her and the machetes and more about her doing her country stuff. But we'll have her back. I mean, yeah. And it, it's, I love this podcast so much, you know, uh, I'm so glad that you came up with this idea, Howie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give me all the credit. Yeah, but because this thing, it's, it is such a nice thing to be able to sit down with a friend. You know, it's great to interview people you don't know too, you know, and want to know more about, but like sometimes you have a friend, good friend like Mashi I've known for 20 years and like you can it gives you it gives us a re, a, an excuse to sit down and like ask them questions you know yeah no 100% you can know somebody for fucking a thousand years and you don't even know anything about them well you do but you just don't know the basic facts or like the trajectory of their life yeah because it's like if you're at the bar talking to somebody and you're like so where did you grow up um when did you first start singing um yeah. blah, blah, blah. they're like what the fuck is this inquisition you know like, don't yeah it's uh, like why are you asking me what i do or natu- something? you just want to have a natural conversation of with course. people outside so like being able to do this you know all the people that we're interviewing it's, it's this is like brings me a lot of joy because i get to know more about them yeah it gives us an excuse i know you know it's the best part yeah it, it's like I was talking to Mac McCann mm-hmm. in BJ's the yeah. other day. 
He's a big crew of Drew guy, known him since he was a teenager, plays trombone. Okay. He's kitchen manager at Elizabeth. He's a great dude. Cool. Musician always. But he's like, I love your podcast, dude. He's like, I love listening to it, you know, learning more about people. And he says, he said, I started a podcast about professional wrestling. What? For the, yeah, for the purpose of interviewing his dad. Oh, my. Wait, so was his dad a professional wrestler? I think his dad just was a, a fan. Oh, something. still just as important. Yeah, and so he goes, so dad, he's like, dad, I got this podcast. And he like did a few, it was during COVID, and he, yeah. did, he had a couple episodes. But it's, essentially he did it so that he could like have like a straight up like conversation with his father about stuff. Sure, and have it on record. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've thought about doing that with like my grandmother who's still alive. Like just being like, okay, we need to get some of this on record now. Yeah, and you can do it with, with a backdrop of, of something. You know, yeah, make it more casual, yeah. and then you just end up getting to know somebody way more. Yeah, but his dad knew what was up. He said, "Oh <laughs> he's shit, like, really? He's like, Is that why the podcast canceled?" <laughs> I think yeah. He's just, <laughs> his dad was like, you know, joined in, but you know, in the same way that he did that, and where you at, Mac? Love you. Yeah. Um, this is you know, it's it is a great way. And this interview with Mashia, it's so nice, especially you know, as we get older, I find you know. A lot of times we're just ships passing in the night mm-hmm. and you don't really get to sit down. Yeah. So this interview with her was great. And I just, you know, Mashia is, uh, you know, I think what makes her so great is her edge. Yeah. I mean, she's just very true to herself. She is who she is. Yeah. And she doesn't hide it from anyone. Yeah. Because, you know, I've been here in town for like 25 years and there's one thing that there's no shortage of. Right. And that's like. Uh, women singers like traditional jazz singers sure in that, New Orleans yeah they come down you know uh, and like start doing some type of Billie Holiday act sure you know wanting to be you know the next jazz singer and stuff yeah and like you know Mashia kind of rose up above the rest sure and then it's for a reason she first of all she has like pipes like that like no other right yeah 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 but you know, it's also, there's an authenticity. She's got a fucking edge. Like, it's like, you just know, like, she's not fucking around. Yeah, she she definitely brings something else. She's just who she is. There's a, there's an attitude and a personality beyond the music. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for artists, you know, it's, you, if there's, if there's something interesting going on in your life, mm-hmm. it can be conflict, you know, it can be whatever, but... A lot of times, you know, we transfer the art that into our art. I mean, I think good art. Not that, not that, I mean, you know, you don't necessarily have to to make it sound good, but you do to make it have, you do need that to make it interesting. Yeah. And, and, and it is different for everybody, but I can, I sense it through her. And when she does her work, Mm -hmm. I'm like this, there's something pure here. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And And it totally translates from, from just her singing and try jazz thing into what she's doing now in her country stuff yeah yeah like she carries it throughout all of her avenues of music making for sure yeah and and she's so open you know like yeah she, <laughs> she told us that she went to jail yeah uh, in europe you know and Shit uh, happens yeah i mean that is you know i mean it was fucked up but it's, it's fucked up but yeah. it's fucking also kind of fucking badass but at the same time it's fucked up she handled it well and it, you know, p- public service announcement: Bejazians, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bejazians, mm-hmm. do not leave your drink anywhere. 
ever. Yeah. Put your thumb over your beer. Watch yeah, out for your take buddies. It, take it with you to the bathroom. Slam that motherfucker. Yeah. But um, we're lucky at BJ's, like, n- not had that, you know, where somebody's like, I got roofied. Yeah, at least not that we know of. Not no. that we know of, yeah. but, like, uh, you know, what, you know, be careful because that shit does happen, man. Way too much. Oh, it definitely fucking so happens, especially around carnival season and stuff. You just got to watch out for your buddies. Yeah, for sure. And watch for yourself. Out, watch out for yourself. Watch out for your friends. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Mashia, uh, she, you know, if I had more time to talk to her right now, you know, yeah. I would be asking her about her future projects, like you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she's doing stuff that's, uh, she's writing her own music and doing country music now, right? Yeah, which is like, you know, she's been, you know, doing all the trad jazz stuff. Sure. And she's known for that. But she's kind of, you know, breaking away from it a little bit so that she can do her original music, which um, we saw her play. Yeah, it was fucking killer. Yeah, and like, and like, uh, you know, th- we already played this that track. That's mm-hmm. from her country stuff. Yeah. And like whenever that album comes out, you know, I think it's going to pop off because it's authentic and it's kick ass and it's her. Yeah. Asheville's have uh, should everybody should be stoked. Yeah. And they're lucky to have her. I know fucking Asheville. <laughs> I know they keep stealing God, all of our what people. The hell? <laughs> I mean, I want to just. It seems like a good place to raise a kid. I don't know. I know. It's it it is, and I was. I, was I always have a good time there. <laughs> I was driving William to school this morning, and I was like, I told him, I said, you know, if you don't if you don't watch out, <laughs> if you let it, New Orleans can get under your skin. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I, was like, I mean, I was like, if you if you let if you let New Orleans get under your skin, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm just driving and like hitting these, you know, getting stopped. You're just warning him. I'm like, yeah, I'm like. Don't let it happen. Don't let it work. You know, it's like, you know, you ha- you just have to accept these things. Totally. You got to accept that, you know, we, you know, we live in kind of, you know. Our it's pub- kind of a mess. Our public services maybe aren't the best. They're the fucking shitty. <laughs> but, you know, with it's made. Everyone deserves better. It, it, what makes up for it is people like Mashia Lake, you know. Oh, of course. I mean, who's yeah. here. The entire, yeah. And, and the culture is insanely. In the lounge. And, and the, the lounge, yeah, the, the lounge, lounge is the reason why you should stay in New Orleans forever. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yes. Hello. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, thank you so much to Mashia, and uh, and and thank you all for listening. Um, we're gonna take a little short break, and then we're gonna yeah. come back with a little bit of the calendar of what's coming up mm-hmm. uh, in the next couple weeks. All right, we'll be right back. Hit it. back um we're back we ha- oh i did hear that really yeah but anyways i don't know what's going on with my mic i want to make sure that we're still recording here it's not me we are still recording okay good um so we are back with a uh, uh, a few things on the calendar that we want to share with you before we sign off for a couple of weeks so howie what's going yes. on what's going on in the next couple of weeks at the lounge Okay, yeah, we're not going to bombard you with too much, but uh, Friday, the 1st of September, 
thank God it's going to be September. I know. God. I'm just going to pretend like the weather's going to change in my brain. Mm-hmm. Um, Friday the 1st, Ram. Ram is back. Yeah. You heard them on our last episode. Yeah. Was that the last episode? I think it was. Yeah. Uh, we had some live cuts. Um, Mind-blowing. I, I mean, if go back and listen. The tracks are hot. I mean, they're better in, if you're there in the room, clearly, because um, you get to see it all. It mm-hmm. is It is like there's like eight people I mean, it's just, it's so good. It's like spiritually good. It's, I mean, and, and it's like nothing you've ever heard. So please come check Ram out. Even if, you know, wherever they're playing in town. Oh yeah, just support them. Go, go see it, man. Yeah. It's badass. What else? Uh, Next day, Saturday, Tropicalis and Lily Lewis. All right. Charlie Halloran coming back. Um, usually they play with Tuba Skinny here. And actually the last time they played, somebody took a, a video clip mm-hmm. of all the people dancing yeah and i posted it and it got like more traction than anything we've ever posted because it was awesome. a total party and uh lily lewis um, yeah i don't know who that is she hasn't played here before okay uh, but she's been highly recommended and i'm so happy to have somebody new um, cool awesome I mean, yeah you know not i love everybody but it's just like it's great to have new new blood. Yeah, it doesn't always happen, yeah. you know, so it's nice when it does. And Everybody I, come out. I hear she's a total badass. And then... Uh, Next w- Friday after that, the 8th, Little Freddy King. Who, who's that? I don't know. <laughs> no. Never heard of him. <laughs> he's our number one king. Check the side of the building. Yeah, he's on the side of the building, and uh, he is our... Uh, he really is our, our king over here. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're changing the name of the bar to Little Freddy King Lounge. We're not because he <laughs> has not given us permission, but I'm just putting it out there as another one of my brilliant ideas. Uh, we could probably meet in the middle somewhere on that. What? Could we say like BJ's by Little Freddie King or something? Yeah, like? I'll, ju- I'll just take any of it. Can we do that? It just sounds good like Little Freddie King Lounge. It really does. Holy shit. I'm just saying. Okay. Yeah. Uh, next day, Saturday the 9th, Miss Martha. She's coming in hot, always. Yeah, we love her. She's bringing the country vibes from St. Rock Tavern, um, a bar that we love. Um, and uh, she's going to honky-tonk it up over here, two sets. Mm-hmm. Um, I also want to bring up, uh, what? Co- uh, since we're speaking of country, yeah. on September 17th, um, this is just a, uh, an advance notice. We're doing, okay. it's, it's Hank Williams Sr.'s 100th birthday. Oh, yeah, I saw the flyer. Yeah, and uh, in a uh, shout-out, to Sasha for making the poster. Oh, it fuck looks yeah. So it looks good. awesome. It looks yeah. so good. And uh, we have Gal Holiday headlining it. We got uh, Justin from Gal Holiday's band, and, and We Hate Lindsay putting together a Hank Sr. tribute cool. band. Is it outside, inside? Both. Oh. Stage wow. outside, stage inside. Luke Allen okay. and, uh, and uh, Alex McMurray playing together. Uh, slow Motion Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Lonesome Cowboys. Cowboys out the fucking ass. All the Cowboys will be there. All the Cowboys. We were trying to throw a clown party, <laughs> but we ended up throwing a Cowboy party instead, and we'll take it. Yeah. Um, and one other thing. Mm. Um, what? <laughs> there's a lot of shit. All right. All right, what's up? Uh, also, Joey's uh, Wednesday Nick Cage movie bingo. Yes. Is, like, so ridiculous. It was and actually popping off yesterday. I know. Yeah. And it's like, he's... He's great. He, you know, we've been having movie night there for a while, but like he's created a bingo. Mm-hmm. You get bingo cards with Nick Cage, and it says like, "Cage fights, Cage fucks, right. Cage shoots a gun, Cage overacts." Yeah, I you really want to get the voice memos of when he calls it out, and it's like, 
Cage just screaming in crowd. Yeah, and I'm know. like, I just want all those I voice know. memos with just those. Cage, moments. it's like, and so, and last night we did it, and there was, you know, uh, two bingos. You get a free drink if you get yeah. a bingo. Con Air. And we did Con Air. <laughs> Whoa. I had never heard of that movie, Whoa. but I did enjoy the first 15 minutes. Yeah. So, I mean, that's every Wednesday. And sometimes it's outside if it's nice, sometimes it's inside. But um, shout out to Joey. Yeah. Cr- Craney. Well, yeah, Joey. Yeah. Thank you for putting in the effort. Yeah. And, uh, convincing people to watch nick cage movies didn't know it was possible but it is uh, no, well, and i love it um and there are like a hundred so that we can do that for a while <laughs> who uh, knew <laughs> i did i didn't well now you i do. thought he was kind of like a three-hit wonder no dude he's on in so much shit i'm learning and yeah. a lot of terrible shit but always compelling in some weird way yeah i mean he, yeah yeah, yeah. Nick Cage is Nick Cage. Uh, no, we don't need to say anything else. I think it, it's of, worldwide um, news. Yeah. Um, used to hang out at the Saturn Bar, by the way. But anyways, let's uh, we'll <laughs> let's move Whoa. on. I, I, we need to move on because like the the song that we're playing is so fucking epic. It is. For yeah, the, yeah. The last yeah. song. So I hope you've been sticking around because we are coming up is Michelle Lake live at BJ's um, with Rough Seven doing Rather Go Blind at James incredible hit um and this is uh, i hope you guys enjoy this um just remember bj's loves you mm-hmm. sit back relax pour yourself a drink check this shit right up. something told me it was over now
dive bars have uh, dirty ceilings, dirty floors, dr- free drugs, and fucking on the pool table. We give it away. <laughs> 